All right. Welcome to uh, Comic Chat, episode number 84. I'm your host, Glenda McGee. I'm a 10-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. I'm originally from Compton, California. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Glendon McGee. That's G-L-E-N-D-O-N-M-C-G-E-E. And you can also find me on Instagram, IG, or the gram, at GM3Comedy. That's at GM, the number three, and the word comedy. With the Y. Just the Y, no E. I hate when people spell it C-O-M-E-D-E-Y. That extra E is stupid. I think it's like comedy or something. That that is dumb. I really hate that shit. But um today's date is Tuesday, May the 31st, 2022. And uh these months are going by fast, man, and we're not even paying attention to it because we're taking things for granted. But um You can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. And right here on this lovely podcasting platform called Anchor. Before I get started, I just want to say that I love all of you. And that I am uh, immensely happy and ceaselessly grateful. And beside myself with joy that you decided to join me. For another episode of Comic Chat. (laughs) Um, Sadly, I do have a a moment of silence to to give. And uh, this one kind of hurts. You know, I know I say a lot of stuff about white people, but I also say that I don't hate white people. But... um, Classic actor Ray Liotta passed away last week. We all know him from um, a lot of gangster films and shit. <laughs> and uh, he he was just fucking um, he was just awesome, Mr. Henry Hill, and he also was a. Uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson and Eight Man Out. That that was a, that was a great uh, Ray Liotta movie. Henry Hill and the Goodfellas. That's what that's what that movie was called. Um, but he passed away, and uh, I think he was like 69. And he was a great performer. He always put everything into every role and we all loved him and he will be missed so uh rest in peace mr ray liotta all right um prayers to the 
and condolences to the family. I say that like they're gonna hear this shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, Ray Liotta was a uh, super badass. And um, it sucks that uh, every time someone of that caliber dies because it seems like nowadays you don't get those uh, caliber of actors and entertainers and but I figure it's just that at that time it was a certain amount of time in America that they really wanted us to be influenced by the people who entertain us so now that phase is over so it doesn't even matter what the entertainers say basically they letting everybody think they're an entertainer and shit with this inner instagram and and uh, tiktok and all this shit everybody thinks they're a fucking celebrity even if they have nothing to offer people think they're celebrities of doing nothing and that was the uh, kim kardashian effect a lot of people say she got rich for doing nothing no she got rich because her parents were already rich when she grew up And then she did some spoiled rich girl shit, which was fuck a black dude on tape. And then we all ate it up because we're stupid. They, um, we will, we want to entertain ourselves. We will pick pleasure over reality every fucking time. And that is the big, uh, problem. Everything's too serious. Nothing serious. Even fucking uh, Facebook or social media, when you talking shit to somebody and they confront you, the first per- the first thing they say, it's a joke, man. It's bullshit. So when is it time to get serious? Not just at, uh, about the world as a whole, just about our individual lives. How long are we going to sit here and hate our lives? Because we don't want to make the right decisions. And that's the the thing I see in the the, uh, general consensus of things is everybody wants to do what everybody else is doing and everybody else is doing what's popular. And that is uh, causing us to neglect ourselves. I found a way to get happy and, and... feel better about myself every day and all I desire is to uh, share it with uh, a lot of people but a lot of people don't want to hear that they rather you enable their misery than try to throw them a lifeline I've been dealing with a lot of uh, disconnect and uh, detachment which always sucks but it, uh, it also taught me about helping people if you try to help people most of the time they resent you for it because of how they present perceive themselves it has nothing to do with you they just project onto you what they feel about themselves for for having to admit to themselves that they needed help and that is all ego which I'm also getting a lot more familiar with and starting to see that he serves a purpose, but his purpose is to deflect the truth 
It's in order to protect yourself. But you really don't need any protection from anything. In order to feel you, you need protection, you have to have some source of fear. And when you know who you are, you should not fear anything. Because no matter if you know who you are or you don't, you're still going to die. So why the hell are we going to be afraid of death? And that is what I'm really learning about. The, the, the fear of death and how pointless it is. It gets everyone. Ray Liotta was an actor. It probably traveled all over the world. Seen shit that most of us would kill ourselves to see. Where is he now? Dead. So what are we what are we really afraid of? Life? And that's that's the things that I um, I sit and think about. And uh, the more I'm learning about opening myself and just um, chilling and accepting life and stop trying to have control of things. It just, it just shows that we better take advantage of whatever time we have left. All this personal shit that we be doing, holding grudges, trying to hurt each other by uh, excluding ourselves from people and uh, saying all types of backbitey bullshit like... You just gonna end up feeling like a bitch when that person die, and you're gonna say all this uh, bullshit about how they were a great person, and how y'all was cool as fuck, and then you're gonna start spreading pictures of, of, uh, of you together like y'all was just homies to the end. I don't understand why we do that shit to ourselves. Well, I kind of do because we have this inadequacy that we feel inside of ourselves. That's given to us by media go be a millionaire everybody get a mansion everybody gotta drive a Benz you gotta have a a different car for every day of the week but you notice they tell you these things or they give you these suggestions but they never ever tell you why it's a good suggestion That's up to us to determine if it's a good suggestion. But sometimes we don't even be paying attention. Most of the time we don't pay attention. You want to know how you know you're not paying attention? Because if you're online talking shit about somebody else, then that means you're not looking at your own shit. Otherwise, you couldn't see the shit that you don't like about somebody else's shit. Like, I'm starting to learn how to navigate social media to where it's showing me where I've grown. Because I used to be like, yeah, like everybody else. I'm going to say some egotistical, fiery shit back to a person. Now I think about it. If I start off fiery, I'll read it and be like, nah, do I really want to come at that person like that? Is this an opportunity to try to show love or is this an opportunity to try to show that you have an ego just like them? And then I will erase it. 
And usually I, the the loving words, they'll fall on dead most of the time. But there are some times where it works and it changes the person's energy. And that's all it's about is trying to uh, radiate the energy you would like to attract. And that's why um, I'm starting to make those changes. And it's starting to like push uh, the wrong people away. But I'm starting to attract a lot of the, the right people. I had a, a great weekend. I uh, did those two shows of the one with uh, Brent Taylor and uh, Slink Johnson at the Phoenix Center for the Arts. It was great. I got six minutes. The people that uh, showed up for me showed up late, so I ended up going up early and they didn't really get to see me. Uh, that sucked, but I was really kind of not feeling myself that day and uh I had a good set though but I just wasn't feeling myself I was really kind of like um feeling like the dude that shouldn't be at the potluck because he didn't bring shit you know like it sucks to be on a show where they ask you to bring people and then you know I got two people to come but they showed up casually late and uh I got the you didn't bring nothing nigga treatment so but I still enjoyed myself. But um, I did um, two days ago, a couple days ago at the Rhythm Room, I did the tribute to uh, Andy Warpigs, the legendary uh, artist here in Phoenix. He was uh, famous for wearing a, a tri-cornered hat. And he, he had great music, man, if you want to check out some of Andy Warpig's music, you can look up Andy Warpig's on YouTube. That's Andy A-N-D-Y Warpig's W-A-R-P-I-G-S and he has tons of fucking music. I listened to a few tracks and he was awesome and uh, that was the reason why I felt honored to be on that show and booked on that show because he was an awesome dude and everybody had nothing but uh, positive things to say about him and he is loved and he is missed and uh, we're all grateful that you were able to bless us with your presence Mr. Andy Warpix (laughs) that it was it was awesome so I uh, tried to record my set the host sat uh, in front of my camera he didn't do it intentionally I just think the universe trying to tell me stop trying to do that shit because I'm like doing it because I feel like that's what everybody has to do to to make it or whatever and it's not really what I desire to do because I don't really like posting my videos because I feel like it gives people a chance to not see me and uh, I'd rather you be there in person than show you but sometimes I, I do enjoy posting videos like if it's my birthday or if it's like a a huge show where I'm gonna be doing like a a couple hundred people I'll I'll film that shit but if I'm just doing like a a random show I don't bother but I was really just trying to do a joke that had physical uh, movement I was really trying to do that joke so that I can uh, see how to improve um, the joke physically because there's still parts of the joke that don't get that much of a laugh 
and I, I want to maximize my laughs when I do that bit. So that was really why I was trying to film it. So um, I ended up getting that joke without him sitting in front of it. So I'm not even tripping off that shit. But it was a great night. Everybody did awesome. I got to hang out with uh, I didn't. I can't really say I got to hang out because <laughs> I really didn't hang out. I really feel out of place when I'm like one of uh, a tiny few of black people in, in one area because you kind of can feel that shit and I, I it was like I felt totally invisible as I was waiting to go up because I just sat in the corner and like listened to um, ASMR and shit and prepared myself to go up and nobody came up and said nothing to me another black person came and then they talked to me it was crazy <laughs> and then I, I felt like I just validated a lot of stuff that I say on here but it's not really that it's just me so uh, cause I'm not really a social person either I did that at the fucking Slink Johnson show too I did my set and I just went I just kind of separated myself cause I, I mean I just I don't have that, I don't have that gene to where I'm just like, hey, we out here, I'd rather just sit on a bench by myself and, like, play a game on my phone, or, like, I'm super introverted, and it's really, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing, I used to think it was a bad thing, but I think that, you know, it's who I am, so I have to accept it, so I don't think, um, is necessarily bad. I just don't understand the purpose of, of being that way. But if it's the way I was created, then that must be the purpose. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> but it was a great weekend, man. It was awesome. Um, it also taught me to um, have more confidence in myself. Because I went off script at the, at the second show. And it, it went over really, really well. I'm starting to trust my instincts on stage instead of trying to stay in my material. Because sometimes people don't want to hear your fucking jokes. Sometimes they want to hear you. So I'm starting to learn how to develop that guy into my jokes to where I can tell jokes and then go outside of my jokes and then come back inside my jokes. And So it, it was a great weekend of learning stand-up-wise, stage-wise, person-wise. It's a lot of growth. A lot of growth, and I, I can't be mad at that. So, yeah, it's just... I know there's a lot of shit going on, like kids are dying, and, you know, people are mad at the police. I don't even know if people are still mad. It kind of was like a two-day thing, and now I really don't see anything about it anymore because I guess we all accepted that we can't do nothing about it. Either that, or we just realized we didn't. Get, we don't really give a fuck. Like it's it's really terrible what happened to those kids. But harping on it and yelling at each other on message boards ain't gonna do shit for those families, and it ain't gonna do shit for those uh, deceased children. It just fucked up because that dude decided that they didn't get to have a life because of whatever he was feeling. 
you don't get to be 18 like me. And in his mind, he probably thought he was saving them from some type of disappointment or some shit. Because you know that's how, like, sick-ass motherfuckers think. You know, I I, I had this happen to me, and, and you know, I, I just saved them. I'm glad he fucking got pilt by the Border Patrol. Because I would hate it for him to have survived and then we have to listen to why he did it. Because they usually say something stupid like, I don't know. <laughs> why do you have a gun if you don't know what you're going to do with it? That is like the stupidest response to that question I ever heard. You got a high power rifle and you don't know what you're going to do with it or why you're going to do what you're thinking about doing with it. I call cap. Like the young kids say, I know that I'm pushing 40, so I'm going to keep making fun of myself by saying the, the young kids. Because I didn't really, you know, coming from where I come from, grandpa is 23. <laughs> and I'm sorry to make that joke, but it is. It's true. Dudes die before 30. It was a lot. There's a lot of dudes that die before 30 before I even got to 30 myself. A lot of my friends gone. A lot of them didn't even get to see 20. And that shit's fucked up. So yeah, I, I make fun of myself for uh, almost being a 40-year-old man uh, because it's it's a fucking uh, lifetime achievement. Like. When, on my 40th birthday, Xbox should just flash a green thing <laughs> in front of me. Achievement unlock. Boop, boop. 40 years, 40 years as a black. That's the name of the achievement. <laughs> yeah, but nah, it was. I mean, life has been uh, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome, and and for that guy to be able to just wipe out all those kids because of some shit he was feeling internally. That's not fair. And, uh, it's really sad. But, um, for all parties, I know I said I was glad he got blasted or whatever. But it's, uh, he, he had people that loved him and shit too. His, his grandma probably loved him even though he killed her at So it was really, it was really sad when we gotta, we gotta do things like that. But it's all under the control and power of the universe, and that's the reason why I wasn't really mad at it. Because what is that gonna do? And I had to like block a couple people because they were projecting their false feelings onto me, and I'm just not taking that shit. Like disconnect is real and as soon as I feel that shit I'm cutting it and it, it hurts a lot of people think when you when you make a move like that that you just like fuck fuck them nah it's really like damn our time and each other's existence has come to an end that's really unfortunate but I'm grateful for 
whatever purpose we serve each other. And I'm not going to lie, I wasn't always like that. Every time I cut a person off, I would be like, fuck that shit. Fuck that nigga. I hope I never see that motherfucker's ugly face again. But now I understand that we all here to serve a purpose to each other. Even if we don't know what it is until after it's done. So every relationship we have, we have to cherish the, the moments that we have it because, and then if we spend more time cherishing the moments that we have in those relationships when the relationship ends if it's supposed to end we'll be more grateful instead of uh, resentful and bitter and it'll be and then we'll be able to at- detach uh, healthy and lovingly instead of angry and negatively to where when you see that person's face you want to punch them. Like, I, I don't get that way anymore. Like, whenever a detachment happens, because I kind of try to understand what happens instead of, you know, putting my motion. But the other person that the, the person I detach from, usually they're like, man, I hate this motherfucker. And it's, it's just super emotional and they're taking it personal and not really understanding that that's just the way shit's supposed to go. That's all our life is. A story. And we can use our minds to create a negative story or a positive story. Because if you start to think positively, you're going to create, you know, a positive center of energy around yourself. And you're going to start... Attracting all the positive characters for your story. And then you're going to start doing a lot of positive things to beef up your story. And the same thing happens with negativity. You you start filling yourself with a, a negative energy. You radiate negative energy and you attract all the negative characters in your story. Then you start doing all these negative things. So if we don't ever like our life experience or we having a problem or difficulty in our life experience, it's our fault 100% of the time. But we're just not aware of how good it is to know that it is your fault for your existence. It's like, why would you want to place accountability for your life on somebody else that's like saying you're not smart enough to run your own life and the only reason we say that is because we don't like that we make mistakes and we want to appear perfect which is only an illusion There's only one perfect thing, and that is the universe and its power. There is no perfect human. Like how men and women, we talk negatively about each other, and then wonder why our experiences with each other are negative. And then we make it fun to talk like that. 
so fun that people exclude you if you don't want to talk like that about the opposite sex. It's either tearing down the opposite sex or talking about them at like an object. And that and that's what causes the, the rift in our relationship as man and woman. But we don't want to focus on these things. We want to keep fucking around and then, you know, doing what's popular and then fucking blaming some old fucking white guy in a suit that's about to die in a couple years. Like, I'm kind of sick of the safety of blaming the government. When I'm aware of the fact that it's all of our stupid shit. All the time we distracting ourselves with stupid shit. Tearing each other down because we can't see any value in our own life. We don't even want to see any value in our own life. So that's why we tearing each other down. Start looking at your paper before you hand in the test. You think all the answers on your test is wrong before you even hand it in. So you start looking at another motherfucker paper. But the whole thing about it is your test is right for your path. And their test is right for their path. So you can't apply their answers to your test. It's not going to work. I don't understand why we believe these things. Like, I've had a lot of other things wrong with me, but I've not ever had a uh, time where I'm like, I wish I was somebody else. Because you have no idea what other people are going through. You have no idea what other people are dealing with. So you see them in a picture in another country and you automatically downgrade what you've done this whole time of life. You don't know how they got there. You don't know if they're really there. You don't know really anything. You're just looking at an image and then you make a you change the perception about your whole life based on some image somebody threw in your face about their life. You devalue your whole shit. You forget about everything you worked hard for because you looked at somebody's fucking post on your feed. That shit is crazy. Because just like we all have failures, we all have accomplishments too. But we, we spend too much time looking at the perceived failures instead of celebrating the uh, accomplishment. I think um, today is funniest comedian with a day job at House of Comedies. And I don't really know who's on because I'm not familiar with the club scene because I'm not really trying to deal with the clubs right now. But I think that's tonight at House of Comedy. So if you're uh, in that area, House of Comedy, go check that show out. Um, and I think it's the semifinals. So we're getting close to the end. I haven't really been keeping up with it because I, I vocalized on here 
many a times. Uh, I don't believe in comedy competitions. Um, yeah. So we just do a lot of uh, neglecting of our own reality. Because we're too busy focusing on somebody else's without even the full story. Just like what I was going to get into before I started going on that whole house of comedy thing um, about images that they're, they're giving us. They put a, a celebrity or athlete's face next to a quote. And then we automatically just spill our whole feelings about the shit. We don't even know if that athlete or that entertainer even said that shit. And we just spill our whole shit about what we feel about this post. It's crazy. And then people get mad at you. Like the shit is law. And then you got the people who who feel shitty about themselves. So, so they try to troll you. And, and it's hilarious. Because they, they usually try to troll you with some shit you posted. I love when they do that. They, they screenshot some shit you posted in the comments of y'all fucking little argument or whatever. Like you don't know you posted the shit. Like trying to make you feel bad for being you because they don't know how to be them. And uh, it's it's really sad because they feel like they can't be them because they don't get a little icon. It's usually they, they see some shit that you have um, done, and it's usually or they see you all the time, and you usually get more likes and shit than them. So they hold uh, resentment towards you every fucking day. Because they felt like they finally found a place where they accepted because a lot of people act like a bitch like them on social media. So they feel like it's a safe space of acceptance to be that bitch ass person. And instead of trying to figure out what their problem is. I used to feel like it was okay to be a bitch ass person. But it wasn't getting me anything but drunk, so I decided to change some shit. Cause, you know, it it was a party. As long as I was blind to the fact that it wasn't really a party. But then when I really woke up to the fact that I was not having fun at all and I was just drowning myself. Had to make some changes, man, because you're more than your little snarky comments and you're more than the uh, intrusive negative thoughts that you have you're a beautiful person and you need to recapture that shit that's all it is we all have beauty and love and and all the positive things that are desired And, and the reason why I say this is because you wouldn't desire them yourself if you didn't already have them Because you would not be aware of what they are. 
so that's why I know that it's possible for everybody to achieve happiness. But some of us will uh, give up our happiness for somebody who don't want to be happy no matter what you do for them or what they do for themselves. They just don't desire happiness. They desire to see negative and they desire to see darkness because just like there's there's positive people there's people here created to do evil and for war and to kill just like there's people here to do good things like uh, achieve awards and like make uh, advancements in, in science and you know uh, reach their highest dreams. There's a, there's a duality to everything. There's positive people and there's negative people. Some people are born and they uh, they're more in tune with their negative and lower self. And there's a lot. There's some people that are born and they're more in tune with their higher self. A lot of us are neutrally in tune with just what they tell us. And we have no desire to elevate. But we allow other people to uh, bring us down. We will allow somebody to lower us before we try to elevate ourselves. Because we put the responsibility of elevation in the hands of somebody else. Why would you put the, the keys? Why would you give the keys to your elevator to another operator? And that's, you know, what I've been asking myself before I started making all these changes. Like, why are you, why are you thinking that being a famous comedian is going to make you happy? Why you think that, you know, having a mansion and having a massive wardrobe and having, you know, this wife that you, you love and, you know, your kids have everything. You think that that's the key to happiness. That was what my mind was. That was what my thinking was. I had to achieve all this shit first, and then I can be happy. Don't that sound like some slave shit to my own self? I have to achieve a lot of stuff in order to be happy. You can't be happy unless you have achievements. That sounds fucked up. But that's a lot of our thinking. A lot of us think because we're not millionaires that we don't deserve a happy life. Or since we're not millionaires, we perceive ourselves as like failures. I'm not doing nothing. I'm barely getting by. Well, you accept it every day as it is. Because some people can't. A lot of millionaires... It get to the point to where they don't even want life anymore. We know millionaires that killed themselves. Yet we're like, we need to be them in order to uh, positively exist. But that's just a suggestion that was given to you because you see all these images of them with nice things and cars and people taking pictures of them and TMZ following them around the airport. And 
And I just always think, I think about that when I watch TMZ. It's like, is it that they are awesome or is it that TMZ is a crew of desperate motherfuckers because they have to follow people around who are living their lives in order to attract money? They can't live their life and experience what they uh, desire as happiness and, and, and generate money. They have to go and, and poke their nose in someone else's existence that they feel inadequate, inadequate to, towards. And then broadcast it to us so that we can feel that same amount of, in, of inadequacy. And then start desiring their reality instead of looking at our reality and being like, I am awesome. Like, I have a phone to record this podcast on right now. Would I love a fancy, fancy studio to do it in? Yes, I would. But am I angry that I don't have one? No, I'm not. Because I still had enough belief to start a podcast. And I'm working my way towards 100 episodes. In in the first episode, I was just really high. And I didn't know how to fucking talk for 30 minutes. I didn't know what to talk about. And I used to pattern my shit out. I used to have topics and stuff. Sometimes I have set topics to talk about, but not much anymore. Sometimes I just have something on my heart and I just talk about it. And then it leads into other things. And then it would just be 45 to 50 minutes of me talking to you. And that's why I call it comic chat. But I think this podcast is helping me on stage too because I don't you know I don't feel any uh discomfort if I'm not you know if I'm not killing like if, if, if things are not landing I'm not like oh my god I'm bombing oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god I'm like oh well maybe they don't want my jokes maybe if I say some crazy shit they'll laugh So I just want to say thank you guys for uh, listening to this podcast and allowing me to express myself and and open another avenue of myself, Uh, not only to you, but to myself as well, because uh, I didn't think I was uh, cool enough to have a podcast, but uh, I appreciate my handful of people that, that listen. And I know that I say some offensive stuff to to the white people. I hate that I call it offensive because I don't find it offensive. I just say that I'm telling the truth. And that's the reason why you would be offended. But this is my truth as a black person. So I understand why a white person would feel offense to me saying all the things that I say about them. But uh, thank you for listening. That was just the main point of all that. Thank you for listening. And uh, with that being said, this is um, this has been 
Comic Chat episode 84. Uh, the Shannon Sharp and the uh, Sterling Sharp <laughs> and the Herman Moore. And uh, I know I got another one in me. <laughs> I don't I don't know why I, I like doing that now. I'm gonna stop doing that shit. It's not really that funny. Only only I find it funny that I'm trying to name sports figures with with the with the number 84. Because nobody gives a shit. Um, I think Calvin, but no, he was 85. Stupid ass. Or 86. Um, I just want to say you guys are awesome. You guys are beautiful. I love you. And uh, you're worthy of everything you desire. And it's coming to you quickly, easily, and effortlessly right now. All you have to do is believe that it is there. And when the universe presents an opportunity to make a step towards it, you take that step without fear because it's already yours. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Glenda McGee. That's G-L-E-N-D-O-N-M-C-G-E-E. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, the gram, IG, uh, GM3Comedy. That's GM3, the number three. And... The word comedy. You can find this podcast on Spotify Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. And also right here on this lovely uh, casting platform called Anchor. There are 83 other episodes you can listen to. Um, I'll, I'll see you in June if you guys are still... Uh, listening to this, I don't really have anything coming up. I think I'm doing a house party on uh, June the 18th. I, uh, you need to contact Benjamin Mejia about that. And I'll probably bring it up again on another episode until it is uh, come and gone. So uh, thank you guys for listening. And I just want to say that you are awesome. You are beautiful. You are successful. You are a rich and loving child of the universe. Every day gets better than the last for you. Um, You are worthy of many positive blessings and all the good things. You are not your past. Negativity is an illusion and a choice. You do not have to live in your negativity. You can choose to be positive. Uh, Take control of your mind so that you can have control of your reality and find a spiritual base because this earthly shit will throw you for a loop if you don't have some type of spiritual connection. Because spirit is above all. And, uh... Till next time. I love you all, and... Goodbye.